says most people are looking for looking for how to improve their circumstances, to improve everything around them, but they are unwilling to improve on themselves. They are therefore bound by those by those things they are they are unwilling to improve on. So the man thinks it's my job. If only I could get a job in RBC. If only I could get a job in Rogers. If only I could get a job with Pricewaterhouse. If only I could get a job with the city of Toronto. He thinks that's where the success is. But he's not improving on himself. So when the opportunity shows up in any of those places, because he has set his expectation, again, one of the, the gaps we talked about, the expectation gap, he has set his expectation at this level. So when the opportunities show up at a lower level in those places, he does not recognize it. My name is Samuel Shaibu, and I'm documenting my journey from immigrant professional to entrepreneur and highlighting the lessons I have learned from the works of the coaches and mentors who are guiding me. Now, each week, you'll get to hear me share steps I'm taking to build my business, as well as the conversation with other successful and like-minded individuals. Now, I bring on these leaders and business owners to tell their stories of success and failure so we can take and apply the lessons they have learned over the years. If you are an internationally trained professional just like me, or an entrepreneur in the early stages of your business, or maybe you are still in your 95 and probably considering starting your own business and looking for guidance from some of the brightest minds on how to create a lifestyle of freedom, absolute control, and total fulfillment in life and business, then this is for you. Welcome to The Lead. This is the League of Icons. Mind your mind. Be your focus and play by a different set of rules. I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone joining me. It's a privilege for me really to be here and for you to be honoring me with your time. You could have been doing a million and one things right now, but you chose to invest this time with me and with every other person that, has, that is on this group tonight i'd like to say thank you for believing and trusting in the process and most importantly for investing in yourself um the reason why i started this process was because i wanted to provide give an opportunity for people to experience what it is to be highly intentional about growing and about developing themselves in alignment with the goals and the vision that they have for themselves i'm sure most people that are here most of them i have not really met and I want to believe that they have that they trusted in the process enough on borrowed belief. Most of you probably know who John Maxwell is, but you've never really met me. So you're trusting, you, you've invested your time in this process based on what you know of John Maxwell and not necessarily of me. And, and I want to say thank you for that. It was in 2000 and I think it was in 2014, 15, thereabout. Maybe 2014. I sat in my living room was must have been like 2 a.m. There was no light, it was pitch dark. I sat in my living room in like in Lagos, Nigeria. And I, I started asking myself. Well, I didn't just start asking, I've been asking that question for a very long time and didn't seem to have an answer. The question really was, what what, what was it I wanted to do with my life? 
What did I want? How was I supposed to get it? You know, all my time in school, I was a, I wasn't a bad student. I was I had good grades, and I believed in my ability to succeed in life. I wanted I had pictures of the kind of life I wanted to to live. I had pictures of the job that I wanted to um, to have. I had pictures of how I wanted my life to unfold after university, and I believed in my abilities. I believed fine if I was making good grades. That was that was enough um, proof that I would end up with the kind of life that I had imagined. So by the time I left school, I graduated from university. The jobs were incoming. I just wasn't getting the opportunities, and time seemed to be running out. I ended. I started geology in school, right? So I ended up. I, I wasn't getting a job in that field, so I ended up in marketing communication. And I was therefore I, I was in I was in that industry for over ten years. What I found out was the the ideal candidate most 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 blue chip companies are, are looking for, age thirteen below. And by the time I left university and graduated and worked in marketing communication for at least ten years. It began to dawn on me that I was not only getting older, I was being phased out of the, the description of an ideal candidate for a blue chip company. I realized that over that 10 year period, I had based my growth, I had based my dream life, I based everything on assumption, on the belief and it will work out. The very first law of the book, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, is the law of intentionality. And John Maxwell says that law states that growth doesn't just happen. It is not automatic. You've got to be highly intentional about your growth, about your progress, about your success. You know, when we're in school, we have a curriculum that is set before us. We go to school, we go to school, we go through primary school, we go into the university, there's year one, year two, year three of college, and then we graduate. Every step of that, every step of our journey, there is a measure, there's a metric that is able to identify and help you understand whether or not you're making progress. You knew that at the end of 12 months, you should be at the, at the end of every 12 months, you should have moved one step forward. So there was a way for you to measure whether or not you're moving forward. There was a way for you to measure whether or not you were growing. But when you step out of university, when you graduate and you step out of the university, there is no curriculum for your life. There is no curriculum for our life. There's, there's no one that is measuring for us what progress is. So we just kind of, we, we graduate from school and we find ourselves floating with an assumption that our life will work out for what it should be. So we find out that there is a difference between what we know and what we're actually doing concerning our goals. We find out that there's a gap between what we know and what we actually, that's the greatest gap. The gap between what we know and what we do. Over the course of last week, I had, while I was studying and preparing for this, for this session, I had the book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth with me, and, and I had it with me everywhere I went. And someone picked up the book and said to me, and, and, and you flipped through the first couple of pages, and she said, there's nothing exceptional in this book. I, she said, I expected to find 
things that will strike me, ideas and thoughts that will strike me, that have, that, that will you know, kind of strike me and arrest my thinking. And I said, that's the first misconception you're having because you're reading the book with, with an expectation. And I asked, I said, of all the things you've read in the first few pages, which of these things are you doing right now? Of these few things that you've read, of these few pages, these first few pages you've read, which of these things that you said that you know are you actually doing? As simple as they are. She could not give me an answer. But she was quick to dismiss the fact that there was nothing new in the book. But as simple and common as the things, the things that she read, yet she was not doing any of those things. Those are gaps in our lives. Those are growth gap traps. Those are traps. And as we go through this, I'm going to share with you eight traps, eight growth gap traps that we find ourselves caught up in. And the reason why we do not grow or we do not take, we, we, we do not set our intentions, set our intention beforehand to measure our growth. And the very first one is the assumption gap, which I was just telling you about. The assumption that you will grow automatically. It says, I assume I will grow automatically. Now, growth is not something that is common to us as individuals. It, it's not something that, that happens for us. We just assume it will grow. That we assume that when we leave university, things will work out for us. We assume that the more we send out those CVs, we'll get the job. We assume that we'll get, we'll get married at a certain age. We, we propose in our heart that we'll get married in a certain, at a certain age, that things will begin to work out for us in a certain way. All of those things are based on assumption. There is no intentionality backing up those desires that we have. So year one, the thing not, nothing happens. Year two, nothing happens. By the time we begin to be, by the time we begin to get uncomfortable, it's been a number of years down the line. By the time I realized that I was I was being phased out of the of the of the description of an ideal candidate. It was too late. Why? Because I just assumed. I, in my, I said to myself, okay, let me start up this first job. At least let me get something doing. And then I will, I will, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be engaged in that one while I wait for when the chevrons and the shell and the mobiles, when I'll be able to get employment with, all, with, with, with any of those companies. But you see, I was in that first job before I realized 10 years had passed. I was no longer qualified as an ideal candidate for those organizations. Number two reason, the number two gap why people are not intentional with their goals is the knowledge gap. The knowledge gap, and the knowledge gap simply says, I don't know how to grow. You see, as I sat down, I was telling you the story about what um um about the night when I, was, I sat in my living room. It was my birthday, and that's why I remember so vividly. You know, before that day, I'd been searching for how, how, how. Um, in, in, in the early 2000s, I, I, I found myself staying with one of my friends on a street off Allen. I can't remember the name of the street right now. Allen is in Lagos, Nigeria. I found myself staying with a friend of mine. And at that point, I was going through some challenges. You know, as a young guy, 
you are at the point where you need to make certain decisions, but you're not just sure what decision you need to make. And this guy would always say to me, say, he would always tell me, say, Sam, you need to grow. You need to develop yourself. He always was, he always told me that. The problem was that, his name is Femi. The problem was that Femi knew I had to develop myself. But Femi did not know how I could develop myself. The most I saw Femi do at the time, Femi had, well, I knew he read a lot. And that was the most, that was the most I he understood. That was the most of, he, of what he understood about personal development to be. He always told me, you need to develop yourself. You need to improve on yourself. The problem was Femi didn't know how. I didn't know how either. And I did not know anybody that knew how, or that could show me how to develop myself. And not knowing how to grow can be a powerful reason to simply not try. Not knowing how is a good enough reason for not wanting to try. So here I was, facing this knowledge gap. And it was the same knowledge gap that I found myself that same night because I had been asking that question, how, for, for over, over, over 10 years. So as I sat there that night and I was reflecting over the course of my life, I was far off from where I had, where I had wanted to be. This was me, it was my birthday. I think I must have been 36. And as I sat there in the dark, pitch darkness, reflecting over the course of my life, I was suddenly overwhelmed, suddenly overwhelmed by frustration. I mean, I was married, I had a family, I, I was living in my own house, I had all of those things, but deep down in me, I knew this was not who I was, was supposed to be. The problem was I did not know how to figure this thing out. It was my search for how that led me to that led me to come in contact with John Maxwell. I knew John Maxwell before that time, but I did not know that they had a program like the John Maxwell team. And that was how I stumbled upon. I went online and started searching personal growth, how would I personal development, leadership development, um, personal. I started typing and searching for all of these terms. And then I found John Maxwell and the John Maxwell team. The very, very, the very next day, I reached out to them. I'd love to grow. I'd love to grow. I'd like to tell you that it was my journey with the John Maxwell team. I saw me through the Canadian application process. Because now I was beginning to develop myself. I was beginning to reorient my mind, reorientate my mindset. I was beginning to fill up the gaps that I was that was that was uh, present in my life. The very third gap was the timing gap, and this is a very critical one for most people. Almost everybody will tell you this is not the right time for them to do anything. Almost everybody will tell you that they do not have the time. That now is not the right time for them to start any anything. So the very third gap at this point was the timing gap. At the time I came in contact with John Maxwell and I started, they said to me, this is what the program entails. This is the duration of the program. This is what you need to do. The next gap that showed up in my life was the timing gap. Because I had started the application, the Canadian immigration process. The very first gap that came up to my mind was, at least first, I didn't, have, I didn't know how. It was a knowledge gap. 
Now I took the knowledge gap. I found the way. I found the knowledge. I mean, I found a way. I found a how. The next gap that showed up was a timing gap. That was not the right time. I need to focus on my immigration process. I needed the funds for this immigration process. How could I, how could I start when I needed the funds to be sitting in the account? Timing gap showed up. Even for those, for most people that were supposed, that for most people, the reason why they did not join this study tonight, most of them, it was the timing gap. It's not the right time. Please, can you check your wristwatch and tell me when the time on your watch says it's the right time? There is never a right time for anything. Jamaxio talks about the law of diminishing intent. He says the longer you take to start doing what it is you propose in your heart to do, he says the likelihood that you never do it grows higher. The longer it takes you to start with your goal, he says the higher the likelihood that you'd never accomplish that goal. Let me ask you this question. What do you think about the idea of starting your journey? Even though you are scared and unprepared. The next gap for me is the, the mistake gap, which is gap number four. I'm afraid of making mistakes. This is also a very critical gap for most people. Most people that have dreams, that want to accomplish something. They are gripped by the fear of making mistakes. They are gripped by failing at what it is that they want to do. Robert Shula, in one of his books that he read, that, that I once read, he said, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? If you knew you could take out the failure element from that thing that you want? He says, what is it that you will attempt? One thing we need to understand is once we make up our minds to grow or to start out on, or out on any journey, we must expect mistakes and welcome them as a sign that we're actually moving forward. Listen, if you're not, if you're not making mistakes, it's because you're not trying anything new. If we're not making mistakes, it's because we're not trying anything new. We have become comfortable in our comfort zone. Look at all the, in, the great inventions of all time. The great, look at all the inventions of, 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 of time past. There was no invention today that in, inventors had never, uh, never uh, uh, came across failures in the course of the invention. The number five gap is the perfection gap. And the perfection gap is I have to find the best way before I can start. You know, the mistake gap talks about I can't move out of the fear of making mistakes. But the perfection gap is I need to find the perfect plan or I need to have the perfect plan before I start. I am a, I, I, I'm, I'm a person that has a knack for perfection. I need it to be perfect. Do you know how long I've been wanting to do this? But I always thought I need the right time. When will be the right time? I need it to be perfect. I need, I need, this, I need the things to flow seamlessly. I do not want hiccups. Before I eventually settled to use Zoom, this platform we are using, I had considered several other platforms. I, needed, I wanted something to be perfect that will run smoothly. 
all of those things are gaps. The gaps that hold us bound and keep us from starting at all. The sixth gap is inspiration gap. Inspiration gap says, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it. Now, out of all the gaps, this is the one that requires a simple decision. Will I do it or not? It's a simple question. Will I do it or not? If the answer is no, then forget it. But if, if the answer is yes, then why are you waiting? Listen, the difference between the people that succeed and the people that fail is simple. The same things that people that succeed do not like to do are the same things that people that fail do not like to do. The difference is the people that succeed do it anyway. So these two groups, these two groups don't like to do the same things. But you see, the man that succeeds goes ahead and does it anyways. While this other person is saying, I don't feel like doing it. It's easier for you to act your way into feeling than to feel your way into acting. It's easier to act your way into feeling than to feel your way into acting. It's easier for you to act your way into feeling than to feel your way into acting. Now, feelings, you need to understand, are very, very unreliable. Feelings are very, very unreliable. Action is what makes the difference. And the major difference between those who do it and those who don't do it is that those who do it, do it. That's the major difference. Number seven, it's the comparison gap. And this is where we find ourselves comparing ourselves with others. And we arrive at the point where we, where we conclude that others are, others are better than, than, than us. Others are better than us. And the two truths we need to understand about others, there's always somebody better. So regardless of what, 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 what you're engaged in, there will always be somebody that is better than you. There will always be someone that is better than you. I came to Canada and I made up my mind and I said to myself, I want to coach, I want to speak, I want to train. There may be a million and one coaches and trainers and, and speakers in North America. It's not, of, that, it's, it's not about them. It's about me. What do I want? Because I understand that there is a gap called a comparison gap. And I understand that, I understand two truths when it comes to the comparison gap. There would always be somebody better than me. The second truth is to learn to appreciate and to rejoice for the ones that are better than us. Because you never know, there is, the, there is always, there will always be somebody that is also looking at you as someone that is better than them. The last, the last gap is the expectation gap. And this is where we assume and we believe and expect that the journey to our goals, the journey to our dreams, the journey, the journey to, to our, our vision should have been some way. And then when we start the journey, we discover it is something else. And so we have this expectation gap. I thought it would be easier than this. You see, when we started, when for me, when I started my immigration process tonight, um, to Canada, 
I had set my intention. I had set my expectation. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't think I was coming to Canada to pick gold on the streets. Before, before, before I arrived here, and I was reading on the larger forum that um, this was it the Canada Visa Forum, the one um, Cohen, David Cohen had. We had people that would come on there and post all kinds of experiences. People that came and landed before now that had terrible experiences. People that came landed and decided to pack up their things and go back to their country. Mm-hmm. So we read all, all of these experiences on those on that forum. But see, I had made up my mind. I had set my expectation. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to do whatever I was going to take I was willing to do whatever it was going to take for me to live the kind of life I was expecting. I wasn't expecting it to be easy going. So when I arrived here, I was not surprised by anything. I was not surprised by anything. As far as I'm concerned, I'm living my life. So the last gap is the expectation gap. I thought it would be better than this. You see, when you set out at anything, there are a couple of elements. You know, sometimes people say that that guy was lucky. But if the guy sat down and explained to you the things and the processes he went through to achieve what he had, what he had, what he had achieved, you would understand that there is no such thing as luck. Let me give you a, small, a simple definition of luck, of what luck is. Luck is your preparation. How prepared are you? How prepared are you? What is your attitude? How prepared are you? What, was, what is your attitude? And then when you take your attitude, you take your preparation, when those two things meet with opportunities and the actions you take as a result of the opportunities that you find, that's what gives you the results that some people describe as luck. So luck is your preparedness, your attitude and the opportunity. Your preparedness your attitude, the opportunities, and your actions. You see, most people, I think it was um, James Allen, he said most people are willing to improve on their circumstances. But they are willing to improve on themselves. They therefore remain bound. He says most people, are looking for looking for how to improve their circumstances, to improve everything around them. Or they are unwilling to improve on themselves. They are therefore bound by those by those things they are, they are unwilling to improve on. So the man thinks it's my job. If only I could get a job in RBC. If only I could get a job in Rogers. If only I could get a job with Pricewaterhouse. If only I could get a job with the city of Toronto. He thinks that's where the success is. But he's not improving on himself. So when the opportunity shows up in any of those places, because he has set his expectation, again, one of the, the gaps we talked about, the expectation gap, he has set his expectation at this level. So when the opportunities show up at a lower level in those places, he does not recognize it. Again, I said luck is how prepared you are. Luck is your attitude. Luck are the actions you take when those opportunities show up. Four things. Well, because he has not improved on himself, 
which is his preparedness. He has not improved on himself, his attitude. When the opportunities showed up, there was a lack of awareness. As a result, he did not take action. He could not. He, he did not act on the opportunities. Why? His focus was on the things around him. He says, "Men are willing to improve on improve on their circumstances, but they are willing to improve on themselves." When I make this opportunity, when I make this offer, and I said, "I want to give people an opportunity to to experience what it is to work with a coach, to experience what it is to have a, to join a mastermind group." There are over 200, maybe over almost 200 people on the work group. I knew that from every 100 people, you would only find two that have a definite goal, they have a definite plan written down, and a definite course of action to achieve those goals. It's 2%. That's what research has proven. So at the time I made this offer, I knew that not all the two, not everybody will sign up. So I was bold enough to make that offer because I knew that only 2% from research on this program that only 2% would have the desire for that kind of growth. So I knew that I will have the time to be able to do it. I ended up having three groups, 32 people, much more than the 2%. The question now was, of these 32 people, how many people will actually show up on the live session? Again, it went back to the 2%. Now, because I understood and I'd improved myself to know the to know how the to know the psychology of human being, I knew the results I was I was expecting, I knew the results that I would get. But you see, but when we lack the awareness of all these things, when we lack the awareness of who we are, we lack the awareness of developing and improving on ourselves. Is when when we meet those opportunities, we lose them because we have failed to improve on ourselves. We are looking for how to improve the circumstances around us. So I just shared with us the eight gaps that we face when it comes with us being intentional with our goals. Now you want to ask me, so how do we transition from these gaps into being intentional with our goals? There are four things we need to do. <laughs>